0: Strong Women, Smart Policy, Solid Theology, and No Apology. This is Concerned Women Today with Penny Young Nance, CEO and President of Concerned Women for America, the largest public policy organization for women in the nation. Well, hello everyone and welcome to Concern Women Today. My name is Deanna Drogan and I am Concerned Women for America's Digital Media Specialist and I'm here with Alexandra McPhee, CWA's Director of Government Relations. We are filling in today for our President and CEO Penny Nance as she gears up to head to Hungary this week to speak at CPAC Hungary. Um, So be sure to follow along on our social media channels for updates on that. It's super exciting. Um, We also encourage you to just keep her in your prayers as she travels and prepares all that she's going to say. Um, so with that, I'm gonna go ahead and pass it over to Alexandra to introduce our special guest today.
1: Well, hello, everyone. Thank you so much for joining another podcast. And we're here today, joined by Representative Greg Stuby. He is the sponsor of the Protection of Women and Girls in Sports Act. And he has been for several years. This, Mr. Stuby is from Florida's 17th Congressional District. That includes Sarasota. And he has uh, also been uh, an elected official in the Florida House of Rep- House, the Florida Senate. Um, his background is a veteran, lawyer, husband, father, uh, University of Florida, and um, he's also a believer, uh, a strong man of God that we were uh, fortunate to get to experience. Uh, we had the opportunity to share some fellowship with um, with Mr. Stuby a few weeks ago following the passage of the Protection of Women and Girls in Sports Act, and that passed the House of Representatives on April 19th, and we'll start there. Uh, Mr. Stuby, you've been a leader on this issue for many years. When did you first become interested in the problem and seeing it as uh, appropriate to introduce legislation?
2: yeah three or four years ago now uh the democrats passed what they called the equality act in the judiciary committee which i sat on at the time which completely redefined what a woman is it it took away the actual biological definition and it could be any person who identifies as a woman uh through their equality bill which they have to actually passed on the house floor soon after it passed the judiciary committee and i thought well let's file an amendment that would at least exempt women's sports and, you know, at least Democrats would support women's sports, which was created by Congress over 50 years ago in 1972, and uh, filed that amendment in committee, not a single Democrat voted for it, which actually surprised mm-hmm. me. And uh, that led me to, okay, well, let's, and, and I ended up doing it as an amendment, what we call a motion to recommit on the floor. Mm-hmm. And of course, the Democrats didn't vote for that either. And I thought this would be a really good thing to have a standalone bill to make a statement that we're going to protect women's sports. We're going to stand with women and not allow biological men to compete with them. And it's been a couple of years. Obviously, the Democrats in control weren't going to hear the bill on the floor. Kevin McCarthy, Speaker McCarthy, made it a priority of his to get done if if we were to get the House Uh, and the American people supported us getting the House. And that was one of the things in the commitment to America that we would put it put on the floor and. It passed, again, shockingly to me that not a single Democrat um, voted for it and thinks that it's appropriate for biological men to be in our daughter's locker rooms, to be competing on the athletic playing fields uh, with women, which completely undermines the entire purpose of Title IX when it was created over 50 years ago in Congress.
1: Well, you uh, mentioned a lot there and alluded to the Equality Act, the genesis of a lot of the at least legislative um efforts to undermine the definition of women and fortunately uh the pro-woman legislators are in charge right now in the house of representatives um i expect we'll see it in the senate but have you seen um legislators democrats attempt to reintroduce the equality act this congress
2: i'm i wouldn't be shocked if they do thankfully we have speaker mccarthy at the helm and that's not going to be a bill that he will hear Um, so that won't, as long as Republicans are in in charge of the House, that's something that won't move through the process. It didn't even pass the Senate when the Democrats had control of the Senate and the House, Uh, so that's something that thankfully won't become law, Uh, and unfortunately there was an attempt on the Senate side by my Senate sponsor of this bill uh, to try to move it through the process over there through unanimous consent, and all that has to happen is one uh senator object and that's what happened so i don't know if we'll see it pass the senate this year which is why uh 2024 is going to be vitally important
1: well we were so excited at concerned women for america all of our grassroots our supporters were thrilled that the commitment to america included the protection of women in girls and sports act and well deserved there has been plenty of groundwork laid and i believe we first met And uh, you met some of the athletes involved with Young Women for America last year during the Title IX roundtable that Speaker McCarthy hosted that you spoke at and other legislators that recognized the 50th anniversary of Title IX. Um, Why don't you give us a quick background of Title IX and why it's so absurd that there is this attempt to force women to compete against men in light of it?
2: Yeah. And first, I want to thank you and thank CWA and all your advocacy, because that has really helped us articulate the position uh, when you have groups of women supporting what we're trying to do, uh, because that's one of the arguments of the Democrat is uh, this this doesn't happen and we never see this. And how powerful it was to hear Riley Gaines's testimony. I have a constituent, Emma Wyatt, who was beaten by Leah Thomas and lost uh, an Olympic medal. There's example after example. And what's so powerful is these women's testimony about what has happened to them. Uh, And then Riley Gaines was attacked, uh, speaking in advocacy of the bill, and how far the left has gone. Again, this was created by Congress in Title IX in 1972 to create an avenue for women to compete athletically. Because prior to that, if they wanted to play soccer, they had to play on the men's team. If they wanted to play uh, any sport, track and field, whatever it was, there wasn't a dedicated women's sports. And so Congress saw That women needed to have an equal playing field to compete with one another in sports, created Title IX, funded it, allowed universities and colleges to draw down federal funding for Title IX, that created women's sports. And if you're going to allow, like this administration and the Democrats want to do, if you're going to allow biological men to compete with women in women's sports, you're completely undermining the very purpose that Title IX was created for over 50 years ago. If that's the direction that they want to go, then they might as well just do away with Title IX, and there's going to be one football team, one soccer team, one track and field team, and uh, women are going to have to compete with men like they did over 50 years ago. And again, that's not what should be happening for women's equality. It, It should not be happening that way, but that's the direction that the Democrats unfortunately want to go.
1: Well, we are so grateful for you for taking up this issue and isolating what is really capturing a lot of people's attention, regardless, a lot of Americans' attention, whether they're Democrat, Republican, Independent, whatever. There's nearly universal opposition to the idea of forcing a woman, a girl, to compete against a male who has a very different biological structure, um, significant advantages uh, and frankly, it was just designed to be a man, not a woman um, competing against them, stealing their trophies, stealing their titles. Uh, we were so glad you were uh, at the roundtable last year when uh, Macy Petty, our NCAA volleyball athlete who is with young a Young Women for America ambassador, that's a Concerned Women for America's Uh, chapter for high school, college age, young professional women. Um, We were glad you were able to meet with her. And Chloe Satterfield, she was involved in tennis in high school and played varsity. And and one of her last games was forced to compete against a male. And it was very discouraging for her. And Macy was forced to compete against a male when she was recruiting for volleyball uh, before going into college. Um, So, and these are just women who were connected with us, not because they had this problem, but because they had shared values and connecting their faith to the policy and politics. And it's just so in the water that you can basically find someone who's been affected by this issue uh, or know someone who has, uh, without much trouble. So we are so grateful that you were willing to take this up, that you did isolate that because it just brings to bear how critical this is. And, um, Why don't you tell us a little bit about what got um, how it was uh, when you interacted with Speaker McCarthy and getting this on the commitment to America?
2: Yeah, I mean, that roundtable had a huge impact last year that you talked about and having Macy and some of these women who have dealt with this testify and give their story and give their testimony about the the examples that they have faced. Uh, And I was glad that Speaker McCarthy took that on as an issue. And this is a 70 to 80 percent issue. Like 70 to 80% of Americans don't think it's appropriate for a biological man to be competing with uh, females in women's sports. So this is something that's widely supported. Uh, I I don't understand why all the Democrats can't see that in their districts. Um, So I think 2024 is going to be a great year for us on the Senate side. And I'll continue to fight and continue to advocate for this. If it doesn't get passed this Congress, we'll pass it again next Congress. And then hopefully the Senate will be in different hands and leadership and we'll get a we'll get a vote for a bill over there as well.
1: Well, you had alluded to the Senate's effort uh, recently following passage of your bill and that was an uh, effort for our listeners um, led by senator tommy tuberville of alabama uh, he was a coach uh, and involved in women's athletics and is very passionate about the topic and attempted to expedite consideration on the senate floor of the protection and women and girls in sports act uh representative Stuby's bill unfortunately that was as representative Stuby mentioned uh interrupted um This isn't about uh being unfair to males, to people who identify as transgender. Hundreds of women have been affected by this. Over a hundred have gone public. And there are many more who are staying silent because they're afraid. So we'll just um wrap up this particular part by saying your legislation um gives them a voice. So thank you so much for that. And um we had the chance to chat with you a bit when Macy uh, was Macy was actually here, our volleyball athlete, um, for the passage of the legislation. We were able to speak at a, she was able to speak at a press conference uh, hosted by um, uh, women GOP Repu- GOP members, and then we got to watch the votes, and then we got to uh, she got to speak at uh, Speaker McCarthy's press conference, which you were at. Afterwards, we caught up, and you were willing to sit down for lunch, and uh, we got to hear a really interesting story from you. I'll turn it over to Deanna for that. Yeah. um, For our listeners, you may not
0: know, but um, Congressman Stubbe actually suffered a severe injury um, several months back. media circulated a lot of false stories, um, but we actually got to hear the true story from him um, on that day following the passage of the bill in the House. Um, And I think I can speak for all of us in saying that we all had goosebumps as he was speaking. Um, Just being able to hear him talk about the Lord's hand. In protecting him on the day of his injury, he actually um, fell more than twenty feet while cutting a tree. And just the way that the Lord sustained him is just an incredible story. So, Congressman Stuby, we'd love for you to share just a little bit about that story um, with our audience. Um, and just feel free to share as much as as you would like.
2: Sure, yeah, it'll be it'll be hard in a limited time to get all of the little details that I think are important of all the miracles that were put in place that day. Weeks, some in some cases, weeks ahead of. What occurred, but I was we're still dealing with the aftermath of Hurricane Ian in my district and, and on my property, and I was able to get up most of the trees afterwards, but uh, we're still trimming trees. There's still trees on our property that are dead, and I was out in the back part of our property. We live on five acres and trimming a very large oak tree limb It was about 25 feet up, and um, as I was trimming, the limb got loose, hit the bottom of the ladder, ejected me up into the air. And I fell between 25 and 30 feet, suffered a, um, a significant concussion, torn ligaments in my neck, punctured lung and a broken pelvis. And that was on January 18th. So just about three months ago, all of this happened. And I'm I'm almost back to 100 percent. But God put in place that day many things. and And namely, it was an Amazon driver by the name of Woody who happened to be out in front of the gate at the very moment in time that all of this happened. Had he been there five seconds earlier, I'd have seen him, I'd have waved and he'd have waved and he'd have got him out of his day. If he'd have been there five seconds later, I'd have been on the ground and he would have never have known that I was there because I was on the very back part of the property. And what's interesting is the Holy Spirit woke him up a week ahead of time and told him to fast. He didn't know why. He didn't. He just was obedient. And um, a week later, he's standing in front of my gate at the very moment in time that he needed to be standing there to witness exactly what happened. he he saw somebody at the time he didn't know it was me up on a ladder. Uh, he heard the chainsaw going. And he saw somebody up there, and he puts the package down as he's walking back to his vehicle, he hears the the limb crack and go down, and he looks back. And at that moment he sees everything happen. He sees the limb come down, it hits the ladder. it ejects me up into the air. and at that at that point in time, and this is his testimony, not mine, At that point in time, he saw what appeared to be angel wings underneath me as I fell. He said that I hovered in the air. And at at that moment in time, I looked at him and it was a pretty decent distance from one side of the property to the other. And we locked eyes as I went down. I still to this day don't remember about an hour before to about two days into the ICU. um, But God put him there at the very appointed time that he needed to be there. He saw things because he was fasting. Uh, in the spirit that he otherwise wouldn't have seen, mm-hmm. he was able to quickly react, um, call 911, do all the things that needed to be done to get me off and in an ambulance. Uh, the paramedics were here within eight minutes. I was taken to a trauma center. Uh, all the while, my wife was home, but uh, we have a actually where I'm talking from. here, we have a studio in our house, and um, it, it's pretty soundproof in here. So she had no idea what even was going on. I was on my way to the hospital, and there started to be news reports that I had fell uh, and was on my way to the hospital and all these different news agencies were taking it on and my wife didn't even know what was happening. And wow. Something told him to hang around um, after I had left and she came out. He must He's probably the only part-time Amazon driver that also works for a member of Congress. <laughs> and because he knew that, he called his district director who called my chief of staff, who called my wife, to let them know that something was going going on, otherwise she would have had no idea that this had happened. I'd have been on my way to the hospital. She'd have walked out a couple hours later, and my truck would have been there. I wouldn't have been there. Somebody would have called my cell phone. It'd have been in a bag in the emergency room. So she would have had no idea what had happened, where I was, what was going on. There was all these little facts um, and instances that had they not been put in place. It was just miracle after miracle after miracle. Like one of the interesting facts was he's probably delivered to our house 30 to 50 times. It was the first time that Amazon had flipped the route. And what that did was put the driver's side of the vehicle on the side of the road facing where I was. Otherwise, if he'd have been the other way that he normally drives to the house, he wouldn't have seen anything
0: occur that day.
2: So amazing healing that I've been able to um, get. And uh, I've my head's back to normal. My neck's back to normal. My lungs are cleared and uh, just a little bit on the pelvis that we're still working through. But mm-hmm. rehab has been great. And uh, I will be on for all your viewers and listeners. I will be on the mound for the Republicans June 14th for the congressional yes. baseball game. So you can <laughs> tune in on Fox Sports. <laughs> Love it. Or C-SPAN and watch me play.
0: Now, Congressman Stuby, I think I remember you made history in hitting the first home run over the fence in a congressional baseball game. Is that correct?
2: Yeah, in a major league stadium, I was the first one to hit it out. So maybe <laughs> I'll do that awesome. again, but you'll have to tune in to watch.
0: <laughs> yes, yeah, high hopes for this year. Um, well, right. that story again—just hearing it, even for a second time, I have goosebumps again. Um, and so I—I I believe you have a relationship with this um, Amazon driver, Mr. Woody. And I even read that because you were unable to attend the State of the Union, um, he was able to attend as your guest. Is that correct? Can you tell us a little bit about that?
2: Yeah, I couldn't think of. I—I I, after I, you know, got out of the hospital and we started communicating one of the things I said, is there anything I can ever do for you? Just let me know. And he said, well, I've never been to the Capitol. So if I could ever come to the Capitol and I'm like, well, interesting. You asked that the state of the <laughs> unions in a couple of weeks and I get a ticket for that. So you can go up there. And I obviously couldn't attend because I still wasn't cleared to fly and still wasn't walking yet, but um, was able to to bless him with that. And he had an awesome time while I was there. I had other congressmen kind of show him around and uh, he had the opportunity to sit, you know, in the gallery during the the State of the Union. And um, he's now part of, I, I lead a men's group for my church that meets uh, here at my house on Mondays. And he comes occasionally. So we're obviously good friends and keep in touch.
0: Mm, that's awesome. I love that. Um, well, great. Um, thank you so much for sharing that story again. I know of it's course. gonna bless um so many of our users who are listening today. Um, well, here at CWA, we center our efforts all around prayer. So, Congressman Steuby, if there's any way that us, our staff, our members, um, is there any way in particular that we can be praying for you in the work that you're doing?
2: Yeah, the Lord calls us to pray for our leaders, and um that's an important piece of what we do as believers and prayers of for wisdom and discernment of What I'm supposed to be engaging on to make wise decisions uh, is always welcome and appreciated and our country needs prayers right now I've never seen uh, the far left lurch that um, we're experiencing in our country. And uh, this is, you know, the the women's and sports is just a small piece of the things that are going on in our country that is actually going away from the Lord and going away from biblical principles. And uh, we need to we need to have a revival and a repentance in our nation. And it all comes to prayers of believers and calling for that.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Well, we'd love to just take a quick moment just to pray for you um, and have our, our users tune in as well. Um, Alexandra, would you like to start us off with sure.
1: some prayer? Lord thank you for the opportunity to pray in your name to uh, for the sacrifice that Christ provided so that we may have a relationship with you and Lord we thank you for the many gifts and talents that you have given us and the ways that you use them to participate in bringing your uh, heaven on earth um that your kingdom come and your will be done in lord uh, as you command us to do in um second timothy we pray for our leaders and we pray now for uh, congressman greg Stubbe. we pray for his staff we pray for people he inter- he will interact with today who they interact with today and tomorrow lord give them wisdom and discernment for the many many decisions that they have to make and to give them uh, opportunities to share the gospel as well. Uh, There are many um, legislators and staff who do not know you, Lord, and we pray for open doors, uh, for uh, relationships to grow and develop so that way uh, these people may come to know you as their Lord and Savior. Lord, um, we just thank you so much for this opportunity to speak to Congressman
0: Stuby, Lord, and just um, for all the work that you're doing in his life, God, and just for this incredible testimony that you've given him, God, of your faithfulness, Lord. And thank you so much for his willingness to be public about this story and public about his faith, Lord. And we need more of that in this country, God. We need more of that in leadership, Lord. So we just thank you for that and um, just continue to give him boldness, Lord. And um, we just continue to pray that you would just bless the work he's doing. Thank you. For His dedication to um, working to help protect women's sports, Lord, um, I just pray um, for for healing in our nation, specifically on that issue, Lord. And we just thank you for who you are, God, and just for this opportunity. And it's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 Thank you. All right. Well, thank you so much, Congressman Stubby, for all of the work that you're doing, and just for joining us today and sharing your story with us. We really appreciate it.
2: Absolutely, great to see you guys. Hope to see you soon. Thank Thank you. you. Take
0: care. Well, that is all we have time for today. Thank you for listening to Concern Women today. Of course, be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And for more information, be sure to visit our website, ConcernWomen.org. And also don't forget to look into the congressional baseball game, buy your tickets so that you can see Congressman Stuby potentially hit another home run.